I got my brother back with a beautiful tan, looking amazing. Uh, we've got Miles Standish here, and we're going to go over some fakes and counterfeits. We're going to go over more secrets from the grading room, guys. I'm going to try to pull as much information out of this guy as I can. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Rob Oberth and the Roundtable um, group, and we're going to talk about whatnot, um, something that we got into last week and had a great time with. So stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the U.S. Coins and Jewelry Studios in Houston, Texas, the Duncan Brothers, Kenny and Matthew proudly present the most valuable audio you'll ever hear. It's time for the Coin Shop Podcast. All right, guys, we're back here. Episode two with Miles, Secrets of the Grading Room. Glad you joined us. And um, happy to be, well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're, we're always I got to tell you, this green room you guys got here, don't let anybody know about the green room at the podcast. You're not supposed I'm telling to say you, anything. That barbecue about... chef, he's amazing. It's gourmet. People Aunt, are going to come for the food. And Pookie. Yeah. And Pookie in the house. She is amazing. Shout out to Aunt Pookie. I'll tell you, the, the green room at the Coin Shop podcast, do not tell anybody else about it. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of blew our cover. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. It's all it's good. Okay. It's all good. Um, yeah. Glad to have you back. Good to see you. Nice to see you all. Yeah. yeah. Matt, you're looking good. Yep. Thank you. You're the hardest working man in coins with <laughs> a tan like that. I appreciate that. I'll tell you what. Thanks yeah. for uh, putting hard, me on blast. Hard to work at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten, Matt. I did yeah. go to the beach. And yeah, at least you, you used sunscreen. You think? It was a much-needed trip. Had fun. Yeah, I didn't think Thanks you were going to a tanning bed. No, you don't I look didn't. like Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, I did put sunscreen on. I this see time, that. So. You got a nice like yep. Hawaii little tan there going. Yeah. Hawaii yeah. five zero. Yes, yeah. guys living large. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. Looking good. Looking hard. good. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Um, it wasn't a compliment. It was just you know. <laughs> I'm gonna for you. I take it as a compliment. Oh, dude. So, um, man, so I brought a bucket of some fun stuff that, you know, so people are like, hey, do you have one or two of these fake coins that oh you goodness. could show off? And I was like, bro, we got buckets full of counterfeit coins. And it's um something that we go over with all of our new employees to um, to to really, you know, show them some of the ultra fakes, you know, some of this just the no doubt about it fakes. And then, well, this is um, hand on. This is hand on experience that you give somebody that you know they got to keep their guard up, uh huh, every day, right, every day. And you know, unfortunately, in this business, well, let's let's talk. Let's not get negative, but fortunately, in this business, there's plenty of opportunities to make money. Mm -hmm. um, you also have to know what you're doing, right? right? And you have to be able to distinguish against you know the real and not real. Um, and there's so many different. Um, there's so many different variations of that. And some of them are really, really good. And some of them are really, really bad. And um, why not have one of the most storied graders um, of both major grading services? Well, three. Oh, right? Yeah. I mean, Anex is. Anex, I, had my, I, mean, I did my time there. Yeah. Anex is. Anex is. I like Anex, man. I like Anex. Yeah. I think they. they you know, when I was when well. I was going through that box, you know, I was amazed some of the quantity of different things, $1,804. You got a roll in there. 
Yeah, you got a roll yeah. of eighteen. You don't see a roll of eighteen four dollars <laughs> yeah. very often. I mean, you know, even even at the grading services, an eighteen oh four dollars still shows up that's counterfeit. Hold on, guys. Let me let me give you a quick quick preview of what you don't want to hear. Yeah, a little dead space. Anytime that's... you hear no ringy dingy, yeah. that noise right there, that's yeah. not a good sign. Yeah, um, bingo. That'll, that'll give you a, you know, that gives you, yeah. A good indication that you're not dealing with something that contains silver. Yeah, every would... one of those coins was probably made in the millennium. They're not old counterfeits. No, no. these you are know, they're from China, China. Yeah. and they really just got made recently. Where probably. are they made from? China. Oh, okay. Um, let me give you a little example here. Hey, this thing doesn't autofocus. Boo. Okay, but there's a good version. And then, obviously, we have an awesome tech team that will show you. Yeah, these you. aren't like the Vietnam $1,804 that the servicemen would come home from mm -hmm. or they sometimes opium dollars that you can open up and store yeah. opium on the inside these are struck counterfeits they're probably made in the last five to ten years or less yeah. there's a couple of really good ones there's some in proof here. silver eagles in there that you know what yeah if you send them in a large group yeah here here you go here's a here's a credit swiss yeah one that's ounce. pretty that's pretty pretty dangerous right Listen, there right there if you're not really paying attention and a guy's got 25 of them or something they're you know, and then he slips this one. Let's take it out of the plastic. Yeah, he just buries it in his large pile. Yeah. You don't test them all. No. No. I mean, it's got the right weight. Here. I mean, it's got the right weight. Yeah, I'll tell you. Right? I mean, it's it's the density is there. Um, yeah. You know, for me, on a, on a gold bar like this, you know, if you hand it to me, I'm going to think, well, he handed it to me. So it's got to be good. Yeah. It's got, yeah, my intended thought is it's got to be good. And then I might look at you and say, but is it real? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, but that's uh, it's pretty scary the way the world works. Yeah, no doubt. So remember, the criminals have more time to mess around and make things fake than we all do. Yeah. Learning about them for the time strains that we're under, they got time to mess with stuff. Yeah. So one one thing that catches my eye on something like this, guys, and and it's just if you can look at it, it looks pretty clear in my photo, but it, it's just the weakness of the strike overall. The crispness um, of the letters. Yeah, and, and that's what a lot of counterfeits come down to is the crispiness. You know, well, the coins work the same way ultimately, and that's what I'm saying. All it, it's almost something that you can base. You, it's a baseline of all counterfeits. Is mm -hmm. the crispiness? Is the overall strike? Was this thing struck by hand or was it struck by a machine? Yeah, the right. term is weak fatty. Yeah, meaning the crispness of the letters are weak, and they send, tend to come fat. Okay, yeah. than what they normally authentic ones would have. Right, a little what, bulky. So in the grading room, you'd say on a counterfeit, two and a half Indian. Oh, it's a weak fatty counterfeit. Okay, because the crispness of those letters is either, you know, it's it's weak and strike and fat and in design. Cool. Yeah. So you know, this episode having you back on, which is obviously a pleasure, and just you know, thank you very much for Glad coming to be back. Here. Um, is, Glad to come down to H Town. Yeah, is to get a little bit more into the grading room and to dig a little bit deeper at, than we did the first episode. The first mm -hmm. episode, we kind of danced around, you know, some of the, you know, just some of the nuance of, of the grading room. And I think this time, um, I want to dig a little deeper. Let's do a deep dive. I want to do it. I want to dig a little deeper. Um, and, you know, and I want to ask, you know, and I don't want to get too uncomfortable, but I, I mean, I think that. Um, you know, I've been reading some recent comments, um, and, um, so I read a comment on, um, round table, uh, which was a round table, uh, powers a group. Um, this is um, the fast, the Facebook group that, yeah, the Facebook yeah. group, the coin dealers up and coin dealers. Um, they, um, which Rob Obert does an amazing job of that 
right? I, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Rob. Oh, I know Rob very well. Exactly. Yeah. He's done a, he's really groundbreaking on Facebook with coin dealers creating a group that's live 24 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. Seven so, days a week. It's, it's one of the best systems out there. It's changed the game, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, it's changed the game. You've got CCE, which CCE still has a purpose, right? It still serves its purpose. Mm -hmm. um, coin dealers helping coin dealers is, is a whole nother ball game, though. Um, and the way that they, the way that they, um, um, are you able to list things to show things better, you know, that, but also a, um, you know, um, protection, you know, like, a, um, you feel like when you do a deal there, there's a set of rules that people abide by. It's a paid group. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, it, and, and you feel confident when you do a deal there. Right. And it, he's very, um, he's, it's very limited. The amount of people he lets in, you know, he goes to a committee and then he asks, you know, yay or nay, you know, to dealers, whether they're in that vicinity or mm -hmm. people who may or may not know, um, you know, it's so basically the, the results have been positive where you've had good success and very few failures and bad deals happen. They're, right. They're not happening there. Exactly. Which and is key to any, any coin shop, you know, wants to sell something. Exactly. That's why, you know, to get signed up, it's important, but also know it's a safe haven. Well, see, and that's, that's the biggest deal is that you want a safe trading place, mm -hmm. you know? So like, say if you're a small coin shop, you know, and you're a small, a small coin shop and let's just say like Boise, Idaho or something. And, and you, you, you get this monster deal. Um, you're able to get a information from other dealers, mm -hmm. right? And that's what Roundtable provides. You know, it's like, hey, what is this worth? I'll be willing to sell it in the group um, if I buy it, but I need a little assistance on buying it because I'm not. Maybe it's a 27s20 that comes in, you know, and the, and he doesn't know what the current price on a 27s20 is. And I think Rob has done a good job of bringing in. Um, bringing in a good network of dealers the nucleus of people has been strong yes from the start i've never heard anything bad about it other than you know obviously there's always mishaps but sure but the 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 energy about it is extremely positive coin, coin dealers up and coin dealers let me tell you and another thing about rob is when i like he's no bs dude yeah he gets if there's a problem in the group he Boy, always he gets is, right this guy it. and i'm he is not scared to speak his mind yeah. he if he feels like you're in the wrong he is going to He's not going to publicly blast you at first, mm -hmm. but if he gets to it, the guy is not scared to hold back one bit. And mm -hmm. that's one, one thing I love about coin dealers up at coin dealers mm -hmm. and the whole round table group, I think is something that, you know, um, well, at the end of the day, you know, where he stands and he's not going to waffle. No, not at and all. And regardless if you like his opinion or not, you know, you have to respect the fact that that's what he, you know, well, if he, you don't like it, get out of the group, you know, you yeah, know, you know, pretty much. Uh, and and you can rub a lot of people the wrong way about speaking what you believe is right. But, you know, you got to stick to your convictions of what you believe. Yeah. You be true to yourself first. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, that's just, you know, going off on that. I was just thinking sure. about that. I'm looking at these counterfeits and I'm thinking, you know, a good way uh, to get protected by stuff yeah, like a, that. That's is, a bucket of learning there. Dude, this right here. You know, you, know, you start out with a young collector to teach them uh, basic facts of counterfeit detection. Yeah. That's the box of U.S. coins. And, yeah. There's and some the good and some bad you good, learn from. There's a good 89 CC in here that was that was an added CC from an 890. 
um, that actually looks you know pretty good. Obviously, you see some metal movement around the CC area. Mm-hmm. Um, the Silver Eagle proofs. Silver. That's the scary part, right there. Yeah. Yeah. The quality those are, of those. Yeah. For the price difference of silver that they are. Show yeah, because they bring them in. Oh. They'll bring them in the the uh, the three ring binder pages. Yeah. And so people will just count count the amount of coins. And buy it based on that. Well, what yeah, happens? Maybe if somebody, they just look. What happens if somebody brings in a hundred of them in the velvet boxes and certs? Yeah, and you know they want the close to the bid price because they know mm-hmm. they go to IRAs. Yeah. You know what? The looking close at those isn't happening. Yeah, look at the size no, it, of this bucket. It's a ten-pound bucket. Ten oh, pounds this is like 20. twenty pounds. Well, you're I'm stronger, so you know. yeah, right. Um, so, <laughs> like me. I mean, that's okay. a monster bucket of, of counterfeits and a lot of learning and probably. Uh, probably a lot of wasted money on our end of things. Um, there's a proof silver eagles that he yeah. was talking See, about. See that coin? Yeah. That coin? Know. If you put it in a velvet box with a cert, nobody's going to look any closer to it than no, that. And a lot of guys don't even open the boxes. Exactly. That, that sneaks by. Yeah, that sneaks by. Um, you know, obviously something like that's not going to make it very far. If it does, uh, fire all your employees. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a learning. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh, not not really caring too much. Um, but. You know, so obviously things like this don't make it far in the grading room. So, I mean, this was no, but, a, you know, the grading room still gets them. And yeah. uh, this is just an example of an accumulation over probably several years. You know, this didn't happen over five years. This happened. No, no, no. 10, this is, yeah, this is 10, 10 years. 15 years worth yeah, of mistakes. Easy. Mistakes yeah. or just or, or not even mistakes, but things just things you came across. This is a counterfeit coin. Do yeah. you mind if I, you know, I'll give you five bucks if I can keep it so I can show my employees or teach yeah. my employees along yeah. the way. You know, and most and, customers just they'll give it to you. Yeah, and right? and and, and as a matter of fact, if anybody would like maybe a ten or twenty coin pack of this on memo, you know, we're we're glad to share these with with other companies so that that they can teach their employees yeah. some of the easy, you know, especially like the eighty nine CC with the added mint mark. Um, that's a cool learning, you yeah. know, kind of because to me, I see the obverse. I know it's an eighty nine O. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. Yeah, it's probably a the, the typical thing in this bucket, which is really a good idea to share some examples with people. You know, there's there's O9S VDB cents, I'll bet. There's 14 yeah. Ds with added mint mark Ds. Oh, yeah. 31S pennies added S mint mark. Yep. 89 CCs. A lot of Mexican coinage that's counterfeit. Yeah. Uh, a lot of modern stuff that looks like it. if you bought it, then, you know, it's you, you should know better. But there's a lot of cool ones in here. So make sure to reach out to either Matthew or I. And, uh, you know, we'll get yeah. you, we'll get you a package out yep. on something like that. Yeah. Um, but, um, but getting back to the grading room. So, you know, one of the things I was thinking about and after we spoke last time is, you know, so say for instance, you know, we have tiers, right? The grading service. Yeah, you got economy, tiers. you got express, you got show grading and you got walkthroughs at the office. Right. Yeah. So what is the difference between a walkthrough at the show and a walkthrough at the office? And I seem to have better luck at walkthrough at a show okay. than I ever do at walkthrough at the office. Um, is give me the reasoning behind that. And you know, I, I, you know, every grader's personality is a little different. Um, I, I always approached coin grading on the basis of let's get it right now. Let's, you know, let's not make it a future crack out. And I really pushed that constantly. And I, you know, I graded probably 250 shows. I know. I have a hard time believing wow. that, but. No, no. In this, you know, I was always first base when I graded show, show walkthroughs. Really? 
And, and to be quite honest with you, you know, uh, my goal was, why do we have to grade it again someday? Why don't we just get it right? And I'm not saying there aren't times where, you know, certain things about a coin don't appeal to me that might appeal to you or Matt. Um, but the idea was, you know, to max the coin out, um, not to overgrade it. Not, you know, the worst thing you can do, you know, the worst thing other than overgrading is undergrading. Yeah. And and that's a personal conscious thing that I tried to do. I always like to be first base because I just wanted to just be the guy that just, you know, hey, I didn't get help from anybody else. Didn't yeah. don't know what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Just putting I like putting myself out there. Yeah. And a lot of people are scared to death to do that. Really? And that's a but that's a thing that with confidence in grading that you learn over time. You you aren't you aren't made that way. You're not born that way. But I I I took that position pretty much early on. It wasn't immediate, but early on in the grading process. And that is, you know, what my job was, my job was to grade this coin. And I'm not saying that I don't undergrade a coin or make it so that, uh, you know, the coin has to be graded again someday. But the idea was to maximize it out of what it was. So, like, I envision like this, like meeting before, like, you know, the like a like a, a show. Right. And it's like, OK, guys. You know, we're going to do, we're going to be strong on silver dollars and we're going to be strong on, on walkers. Uh, we're going to be a little bit weaker on gold. Let's be a half a point weak on gold. <laughs> and let's, you know, because when I send in packages and I'm like, wait a minute, these guys are grading silver dollars. I'm, I'm finally making a bunch of silver dollars that I haven't made, you know, in express. I'm going to ask you a serious question. Go ahead. Is that tongue in cheek or are you really serious? No, I'm serious. No, it's I funny. honestly it's believe... funny. The, and, and I'm sure there's other graders that are going to watch this video. I don't remember any pre-parties of <laughs> line discussion of coins. Really? I mean, zero, zero, zero. I mean, maybe, maybe there was like, you know, that 33S Walker, you know, we've gotten it six, eight times and it's always been a six plus, you know. And I, maybe it's me and I'll just say, yeah, I've just always been seven. You know, maybe that happens. We're talking about an individual date, Menmark coin. We're not talking about a series. We're not talking the, yeah. the series discussions. Eh, I don't recall that. Ever. Really? And I, when I say the word recall, meaning no, that never happened. <laughs> you know, recall yeah. sometimes keeps you in the loop of you didn't admit anything. Okay. So let me tell you from, from my side. So from my angle. So from my angle, like when I started getting packages back, you know, so say a couple hundred coins go in and I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, silver dollars are really, really hot. Wow. Gold is really, really, really off. You know what I mean? And there's a, there's a, there's a huge discrepancy between what, you know, I feel are nice coins in my packages the way mm -hmm. they set up and it and i don't know you know one starts to think or the greater i'll speak for myself as a grader when i grade coins i feel as sometimes that you know not only does the tier make a difference um but show grading makes a difference versus you know walk through at the office makes a difference um and i just feel like you know, it might, be the, it might be the convention center. It might be the air conditioning. It might be the vibe of the show. It might be the vibe of the grading room that day. Some people take the oxygen out of the room. Can you believe that? Some people take the oxygen out of the grading room and it's like everybody comes down for a little landing. If you know what I mean on the final umph of grading. Right. But I will tell you this. See, I, I know a little bit more about you from this conversation. 
I, you know, the biggest advantage that you have is, you know, every coin in your package, just take a 10 point package, you know, every coin in your package personally yeah. and financially. Crater knows nothing. He just says, you know, it's a 42p Walker, but, you know, it might've been a coin that, God, you know, I stretched yeah. a little bit on this seven. I, you know, I hope I get that plus or the eight. Grader doesn't have that emotion from it. You do. Yeah. It's more about your feelings than the, than the grader's feeling. Because the grader's job is just to grade it, but you've got much more tied to it. And I've always said this, and I told you this before we went on the show. There's a, it's, I've always said the dealer knows the score of his inventory of submissions much better than the grading service. All right. But let's take a 34P piece dollar and seven, and let's look at the pops over the last 15 years. And then let's see how many 34P piece dollars and seven have been made in the last. Can we stop one second? Right, sure. We're right at the subject. Wait, did you say pops? I've never looked at a gray sheet when I'm grading. I never looked at a pop report. And I, and while I was in my grading history, Oh, you know, maybe the conversation happens like, oh, it's the first one we've ever made. Oh, okay, yeah. great. That's a great coin. But and your, I don't. And your computer system tells you that? No, not when you're a grader, not that screen. Okay. Grading screens don't have pops in it. So how does that, so how would that conversation with this is the somebody, first one? somebody may have, somebody may have, who's more into it. Yeah. I know. I, I'm only speaking for miles. Yeah, of course. No, I, 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 I'm not a hunter. I was never a hunter. Believe me, if I knew like, you know, hey, we got a Stella in and we called one eight, you know, you know that that's, you know, that's few and far between. People are going to talk about Yeah, it, those yeah. kind of coins. But generally speaking, you know, like, I'm sorry, a, a peace dollar. Yeah. They're great. They're great. They're great, really high grade like that. They're even yeah. better. Right. You know, I, I still remember, a, you know, I think it was a, I don't know, 23D and seven, okay, peace dollar, which is a phenomenal coin that nice. Yeah. I think it was a 23D, but somewhere around there. Um. You know, those, those you don't forget, but generally speaking, I look at the pop report. What a great coins. I want, and cause you know what? I think the customers would respect the fact that, you know what? Miles sat down, he graded the coins on what he thought they were. The goal was to grade them right to the, to as much to the standard as he possibly could maximizing the coin. And, you know, I remember years ago, somebody came and test graded. And, the, and this is probably, you know, 1988 or 87. That's a long time ago. And the guy's sitting there with a grade sheet. And he's grading. And I'm, to be quite honest with you, you know, 1987, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like 23 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just, we just grade him here, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, grade sheet doesn't matter, it, right? It, it, he was using a grade sheet to grade every coin in the box. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> it uh, was like, he didn't make it. <laughs> I'll say, you know, recently, and we're talking about recent coins, I've seen two eighty six dollars and 65 being made, which mm. is a very low pop at PCGS and PCGS. Is There's less two. than, less than, less than five coins, I think. Right, right. And then, and then recently two back to back or something, right? Mm. Um, you know, to were me. They, were they raw coins or crack, cracked out coins? I, have, I have no idea. Interesting. Eighty six is a pair of them. They must have come somewhere special. Yeah. You know, did you I see the I coins. Guess. Did you like them? Yeah, I did. You know, I guess you didn't I, like them. No, I do. I mean, my my point is, is that I just feel like I feel like you know, there's this threshold where you know, it's like we need to open the floodgates. You yeah. know, and and, well, and I, you know, I don't know the circumstances. Obviously, eighty six zero. You know, you know, you got a thirty five plus year history of these coins getting put in holders. 
you know, you'd hope it, you know, you hope they graded them accurately. You know, it's like, why tear, why tear down the standard now? And, you know, what's well, a coin that traditionally is weak struck, obviously, because oh, yeah, it's rough. It's, I mean, it it's just a, doesn't come nice. Yeah, it doesn't come nice. Yeah. So if you know that. Yeah, I hope they're, I hope they're great. That point. I hope they, I might hope they be stand the test it. of time for the grade, you know? Right. Yeah. But if you, if you know that, okay, you see a coin that, and you, you grade it all the time and you say, you know, this coin doesn't come like this. This coin's not, usually not this well struck. Um, you know, they always have a little stuff in the field. Yeah. Then you, then you know that, you know, you can give it an accurate grade to another coin. You might say it as a 63 to that coin. You might say, oh, no, this coin's just nice. It's a 64. Yeah. There was a coin I graded. Plus. There was a coin I graded. I saw it on social media. It was 93 S Morgan dollar in 67. Okay, that coin got graded wow. in two thousand two. It's a Jacqueline coin. It's got some toning on it. Yeah, yeah. I, and and I just happened to see it on social media, and it's kind of a pet coin of mine that I like. Yeah. Um, and it came from Eliasberg family collection, which is obviously a well-known collection. The coin graded sixty-seven. It hadn't hadn't been found since two thousand and two, but you know, I saw that it. You know, I saw in the social media post, post you know, it traded for one point two million. Oh, you know, shit. and that's. Wow. That's that's 25 years after the grading services started. This coin pops up. Yeah. You know, but I look at that coin today. I think it stands the test of time. No doubt. What a killer coin. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I mean, uh, 93S and 7. Yeah, we graded. I remember yeah. grading that at the tra a trade show in, in Baltimore. Wow. And, you know, we pulled out John Love even. We wanted Johnny Love to look at it. And, really? Yeah. We, you know, yeah. we, you know, we, we actually took it outside the grading room actually. And, you know, had some dollar consultants that, you know, we rely on that's like, you know, this is what we think. What do you, you know, do you contribute to this being the same way? It's like, you know, it was like solid. You know, no. that coin brings 1.2 million. I think it tests, you know. What a cool coin. You know, last the test how, of time. How important is for some of the smaller dealers out there to gain a relationship with um, with a guy like, you know, like, like our relationship started, you know. Kindness where, and respect. That's how you've ever treated me. Yeah. Everything it, I've ever gotten, you know, when I've, I've talked to you or your family. I think kindness and respect in any kind of relationship draws you closer, opens up your communication and what you can communicate about. I think sometimes some of the smaller dealers get a, you know, like a personification or maybe an ideal in their own head thinking that, oh, I don't want. I think it's important for those guys to reach out and build yeah. relationships and say, hey, this is so-and-so. I'm from so-and-so coin shop. You know, I've got this deal. Um, you know, I'd like your advice on, you know, try to try to build some type of relationship within the grading services to yeah, you know, learn, learn what the, well, I've yeah, always tried to, I've always tried to be approachable, you know, well, you are, but, but I know with social, that. social media, I just get a random question. It's like, Hey, who are you? Can you get a but hello I'm, first? But I'm talking about everybody else. So but I'm talking about like the guy, like, you know, say for instance, a guy, you know, gets this crazy deal in and he's like, you know, where do I send it? P or N? Yeah. Um, you know, and then, you know, who do, who does he call? Like, I think it's important for these sm smaller coin shops early to establish a person of interest at the, at the grading service, somebody that they can talk to, right. And somebody who can guide them in the right direction. I've, I've called, you know, numerous times and said, Hey, this is what I want to do. And they're like, no, this is a better idea. I'm like, Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't think I would think something. I would, but think I would have never. A, it would have never happened unless I picked up the phone and made the phone yeah. call. And it's not because I'm Kendi Duncan Jr. with U.S. Coins. Yeah, it could be Joe Blow from Joe Blow USA. It doesn't matter. I think, I think it's important that people are on the more offensive 
instead of being you know like oh it's the grading service you know the big bad you know, i think a, i think any wolf. small coin shop owner should have two mentors uh, mentors in the sense of relationships um either an established dealer that's in the game not just because he's been around 35 years but he's still in the game he's actively buying and selling certifying coins i think that relationship because that's a guy that can help you with a lot of fronts he can yeah. help you on the grading he can help you on the checkbook yeah. buy the deal that comes into your small shop that would be number one number two also have that relationship with the grading services but i think i think that first one might even be more valuable because What's the most expensive coin you've dropped in a, in a grading room <laughs> that's a good one most expensive coin you know it has happened over the year and commonly you know what's said in the grading room heads <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. It yeah. does happen. You know, the nice thing for me, um, I always had my desk all all velvet, all velveted out. Um, so it was like, you know, just dropping on velvet. The rooms are carpeted. Even yeah. the even the chair legs are padded. So mm -hmm. that you know, a lot of you know, you go to you know, you go to the office depot and they got these metal chair legs that yeah. do the crisscross on the bottom. I always had those either cardboard or padded so that if if it hit, it wouldn't hit metal. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, uh, honestly, that's the best way to have, you know, to prevent that from happening. So the reason why I brought it up, and, I, and I'll make this really quick. The reason why I brought up Roundtable and, and, and Rob Oberth was because recently somebody made a complaint, and maybe you saw this. This, um, I'm not this, sure. It's fairly recent. It was in the last couple of days. He had a, I think it was a German half pound that was proof that had pretty color that he sent it in to get graded. Okay, and then for some reason the coin was NC uh, uh, was conserved. It was pretty too before. Supposedly, uh, right? I, I hadn't seen the coin, and I'm and I'm reading the 105 comments, and you've got all of this com commentary that's like a lot of it's like, dude, you oh. shouldn't be commenting at all. <laughs> yeah, and then you there's some be, guys. You got a beehive here. I, I almost tagged you, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get you in the middle of it because I'm at, curious to read into it. To at see the end of the happened. day, you know, I mean mistakes like that happen in a grading room right like I you mean, know there's you know what i mean we're human no, we're all human we're and human. if you aren't making if you're not if you're not making mistakes in your coin shop you're not doing enough business period End i agree story. but people send you coins though and and don't expect you guys to make a mistake yeah but, but the thing is ultimately whatever the whatever the situation is uh you know you know when you give coins to the grading service they're the curators you know they're the they're the concierge service holding onto your coins that you expect to look after your coins. And if something yeah. goofy happens, I say goofy meaning, you know, damage or lost in the mail or thrown away in the dumpster, you know, thrown away in the dumpster does happen. Wow. But yeah. the grading services are responsible and they should take care of you. So last question about the grading room. So express walk through regular which i don't even use regular it's funny because i don't even use regular it's a it's either economy or it's express i got i skip right over regular yeah. for some reason i don't know why it's because it's like such so, so, such a gapper but you know if i send a if or i bulk. send well or bulk right i mean i have a lot of i have so many questions but i i'm we'll just we'll save it for part three but i the, the one is that Oh, the green room. Like, like, what is the what is the real like? Would it behoove somebody 
to save all of their really nice expresses and just walk them through as fresh coins? Or do you keep trying to run them through the $25 or $35 service and get the plus or well, get, you got really or get nice the grades? You know, the really nice coins evaluation might force you to express or above most of the time anyway. Like, of course. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, the quote circulated collector coins, obviously those are the things. But let's talk about a 42P Walker in 7 Plus that you just created lock 8, but it never, uh, it uh, never expresses. You want to know my first answer? Sure. My honest answer? Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you my honest answer. I would hope sounds so. Like a, sounds like a walkthrough of some form or another. There you go. I mean, yeah. that's that's me. Yeah. You know, you got a you got a great you got a great set of commems um that you know seven plus, eight, eight plus, those type of I call it the ultra ultra rare grades, not necessarily ultra rarity valuations, but ultra rare grades. Um, you know, you you want you want walkthroughs for those. Yeah. You know? So that was about yeah. that was about kind of what I wanted to get to at this version of the the grading room stuff. Um but I will tell you over the years, um, great coins have been made at the lower tiers also. And I know yeah. there's dealers who are listening saying, oh, yeah, you know, I made an 88p Morgan dollar in seven and, you know, you know, regular economy back. In well, I did it. I've done it in bulk. Yeah. I've made some crazy coins in bulk. I hope you have. Especially at NGC. Yeah. Okay. I hope I you mean, have. Oh, my gosh. We've sent in some stuff that had no but it's very all, systematic like all mixed in you know but i've it's had systematic I've, yeah, I, not, I know working at ngc i've taken in a you know a deal of like say mercury dimes in bulk the guy calls me up and he says did you see what i made and i said no what'd you make he says you know i don't know 39 d's or you know late 30 dates that you know, they come nice 68 full bands. he says i made 68 full bands i said i said well yeah because you know we grade the coins yeah. if it is it is we don't know I will say and, that, it, and it, that confirms. Yeah, when that's made, that confirms. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no, I will say. I, I, I mean, I've got to give it. You know, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not really big on taking sides. I, I love both services. I, I use both services. Sure, you're very, in business very frequently. You know, I, 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 I am not partial to one over the other. Mm -hmm. I will say I've had some really good experiences with NGC Bulk. Mm -hmm. um, some very good experiences with NGC Bulk. Somebody got you started on that somewhere along the line. I, I don't know what that guy's guy, name was. Know. He used to <laughs> he like, was promised free lobster tomorrow, but you know what? It's not going to be here. What was funny was that this guy showed up at my door was like, hey, dude, we've known each other for a long time. Can I look through your rummage through your stuff? Yeah. And I'm guy like, was like, guy was like going through the cabinets. Yeah. The box. He's like, dude, what are all these Bins. things? Like, oh, they're just a bunch of BU rolls of like. This is stuff you're going to make money on. I remember you the know, Jefferson Nichols War Nichols. There you go. People don't realize that. Boom. One of my one of my most important submission suggestions it, to people is like, you got any silver war nickels? Yeah, that was the it, very first thing. So you, you want another hook? Another hook? Tell me. Here's the hook. War nickels come nice. War nickels grade sixty-seven. Yeah. You, when yeah. a dealer gets some coins back that goes sixty-seven or sixty-seven full step. Yeah. What do you remember about me? Yeah. You remember it's like, hey, they actually grade yeah. the coins free that money. High for me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I know here's a six-dollar coin that's uh, now two hundred fifty-dollar. Yeah. Coin and it's and like it's like, oh yeah, Miles. I'm going to listen to Miles now. Yeah. That helps. And and you know, I, I, is that a sales pitch? Yes, it is. But it's also I can show you the way if you take the time to listen right and and you know that when you started there you went somewhere else and did more well and that's over a time right and, and that's well and that's it's a, a trust build it's a trust builder well it's a trust builder and it's a revenue stream 
Yeah. Right. And as we start to get into revenue streams, yeah, we start to think about, okay, now we have all of these, you know, now I send my bulk cents in, I send my bulk uh, war nickels in, I send my bulk, you know, there's some, obviously some, you know, some better non-silver dates that grade six or seven full steps that yeah. are worth a whole bunch of money. They're like, Whoa. you know, Kennedy have yeah. like dollars. I mean, I don't necessarily play that game. You know, I told but, a big I told a big secret. With this, with the Warren deal, yeah, I've never told that publicly unless I've just talked to a dealer individually one at a time. Really, yeah. so what I want them to do, if anybody's watching this podcast, because I know it's got to be more than just the three of us. Yeah, look at the camera and just, tell them. Just tell them, put attention miles on the invoice. <laughs> See what happens. Let 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 the coin shop podcast know. Did it work? Yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> you learned it here. For, am I right? Yeah, yeah, I'm they curious. They learned it here first, but I'm expecting good results because you're <laughs> um, gonna look like a genius again. <laughs> okay, so um, adding on revenue streams, you know, you know, recently we've been branching out a little bit on the social media stuff. You and you've I, been everywhere and whatnot. Yeah. And whatnot, right? <laughs> Everywhere and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. we've, we've taken on, you know, we've kind of stepped out of our comfort zone a little bit and we've gotten into, um, well, some things we were not really ready yet to talk about. I, you know, I had a meeting some, with, I had a meeting with these people and uh, they seem to be aggressive wanting to help our marketplace and help our dealers. The, the meeting that you and I took. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was with Kevin at whatnot. Yeah. Um, super, super, super nice guy. Absolutely. Um, a very on top of, of, you know, a guy I like to have on my team, honestly. Yeah, well, this is a guy that, you know, they've got a business that, you know, at first you say whatnot. Well, you know, the word eBay at one time was an unusual name oh, dude, too. Yeah. And, I can and I remember that before they went public meeting with their owner of their company. I remember it's like, what's this, you know, what's this thing you got called eBay? I remember <laughs> internet cafe, yeah. you know, probably 30 years ago, yeah. like people were trading car parts and stuff yeah. on eBay. It was unusual. Yeah. It was, and, you know, uh, you I can, can remember Ram some... chips cheap on there and everything else, but whatnot is more real time, you know, and, and it's, it's eBay a, live. Yeah. Whatnot. Pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we and people a, love the love the FaceTime. I mean, you know, we're, yeah. we're we're socially connected that way, and I think that's the reason why, um, part of the reason why people are going to attract to and it's going to grow. Right. Get to see the guy you're doing business with. Get, yeah, it's yeah. a little touchy feely. It's yeah. kind of well, like FaceTime. Believe it or not, we were the only people to show our face. One oh, of really? the very few people to show our oh, face. Oh, that's right, because everyone everybody everybody just Everybody's also showing project. Yeah, everybody's product. showing product. a lot yeah. of product. They've got little strobe lights and this. Yeah, and that was my one thing with Kevin, and, as I was, and I was very blunt with them. And I said, like, listen, I love your platform, and I love your idea, and I think it's great. I'm not sure it's 100% something for us. Um, you know, um, as we, you know, start to like. Yeah, well, you know, you, you have know, to try all things a little bit, you know, yeah. in, in our spectrum of the world. I mean. I'm not saying you have to be in all kinds of markets, but you know, it's like, okay, well, there's, there's something here. You're yeah. going to give it a best shot and see what you can expand about it. See what you can well, create from it. In a short period of time, we, we did very, very well. We, our engagement was, I think we ended up with close to 500 followers in a two hour show. Yeah. You know, we sold Those are probably 500 unique people that you haven't met before. Yeah. I gave away. Phenomenal. Yeah. I went a little yeah. crazy with the giveaways. <laughs> kind of gave away a no. bunch of free I'm stuff and um yeah um but you know 500 followers in a two-hour show and it's the first time you've ever done it yeah I think you've hit the tippy top I yeah. mean that's pretty amazing yeah. 
I think people, people liked it. We had, we got great feedback. Um, the, the platform itself, I like a lot, man. It, it's, um, you know, we're still kind of learning how to work out the kinks. And like uh, I was speaking with uh, Dan earlier and um, um, Dan Duncan, and we were trying to um, figure out what we need to do better on our end for mm -hmm. a more successful show, um, you know, later on. Um, and Overall, my whatnot experience was amazing, though. Um, I, I think that, you know, when you add the engagement, when you add the um, – I, I like the customers, too. I mean, they yeah. were very fun. They were very interactive. Uh, there wasn't a lot of drama. It's pretty cool. You know, people ask, hey, can you do more buy it nows? Bam, I did 50 more buy it nows. They're like, can you do more? Bam, we did 50 more buy it nows. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, can you, can you auction off one of these? Bam, we auctioned off one of those. Like, you know, we want to – that's who we are, right? And, and well, um, technology's made this possible. You know, in 1999, yeah. the internet had been around for about four or five years, but the bandwidth has changed so much yeah. uh, with fiber optics and satellite that the actual screen has improved so much that it feels like you're in somebody's living room. Yeah. Back in those days, it's kind of like, I mean, they tried internet, you know, live television on the internet because it yeah. saved all the TV costs. Yeah. It didn't work, but you know, this, this, this form seems to be something that can catch on in a big way. Yeah. Globally. They're already doing other products that are doing well. Yeah. I know they're doing sports trading cards in a big way. They are huge. Yeah. Gold and silver, gold and silver and coins. Yeah. We want to yeah. introduce the coin side of things. I think we're going to try to push a little bit more on coins, mm -hmm. right? And try to kind of get, you know, kind of get our feet wet with coins. You know, I want to introduce a couple of things to them. But um, I did want to say, you know, because that was something that we were talking about. You and I have been talking about for a while. Uh, Danny Duncan and I, Dan Duncan and I have been talking about it. Uh, we had a lot of good help that day. Yeah. Maddie, you were gone. Um, but well, you'll be here Tanny for the, had to be. He'll, he'll be here for the next one. But what not overall amazing experience. Um, something I definitely think that we can grow from. Um, something that we can build on. We need to be a little bit more prepared next time. John Mixon did an amazing job. Yeah, I watched. Um, he did do a really good job. Yeah, I watched. A, I watched y'all. Yeah, he did a was, good job. Yeah, I watched on him vacation, on the previous still, podcast. I still yeah. caught he's it. He's a genuine coin guy. He is. He's genuine. Yeah. He's, he's genuine. Easy, he's easy peasy. Easy to go. Um, and he and he loves coins. Yeah, he, and he'll be the guy that'll be doing whatnot a little bit more than me. You know, I might pop in and out here and there, but you know, overall, you know, my whatnot days are probably over. Um, I. You know, I'll I'll interact. You know, yeah, but, but John John yeah. John's the type of guy that that absolutely loves it. He's watched and interacted a lot more with them and done really well with them. Yeah. So I think that John's the kind of guy that goes home has nine screens on the and wall. he's consistent. It's all TV. Yeah. Stuff. He you know stays, what? He stays consistent on it. You know what? Yeah. And we've got we've got this room here that that fits perfectly for it and everything else. So um, a couple of things I want to talk about coming down the pipeline on the coin shop podcast is that we've got some really, really, really cool guests coming down the pipeline. Um, next week I've got a surprise guest. Um, the week after we have Russell Ibarra, yeah. um, who was a local Houstonian who started, uh, gringos, Tex-Mex and Jimmy Changas. So um, we're getting rid of the barbecue in the green room. We got Tex-Mex coming. We'll be doing Tex-Mex. Yeah. I'm coming back um, when he's here, <laughs> but man, uh, uh, Russell, is is he an advertiser? Or is he going to teach you about Mexican food for the coin shop? What's what's no, the story? The guy's an entrepreneur and probably one of the most solid human beings I've ever met. And does he have multiple businesses? Yes. Okay. I I I, I want to take a stab and say maybe fifteen to twenty. Oh, uh, wow. Green Ghost Tex Mex is a huge, huge um, 
He's uh, an icon in the area of a business. Big time. Yeah, no, the guy is. And like I said, he's he's well-known, well-liked, just a super solid guy. Um, he is involved with um, the uh, uh, Camp Hope that I've oh, told you nice. about before, the PTSD mm-hmm. um, um, center for, for guys that are that are really trying to enrich their lives and, and going through programs and finding jobs and bettering themselves. And he is big time into that. Um, him and I met through a mutual friend. And... Uh, he'll be coming on just talking about entrepreneurship, um, the highs and lows. Um, he also has a gold background that we'll talk about. Of, oh, he's of, a collector too? Yeah, of, of some sort. He's yeah. a stacker. Um, you know, a, a Centenarios was his first introduction into them, and he'll talk a little bit more about that. And then on September 13th, we had the former president of PCGS, Brett Charville, coming on. Yep. Uh, he'll be talking about standard gaming. and. Um, some other items that, um, you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll get into. So we've got some really cool things coming down the pipeline Yeah. and, um, having you on once a month as a, as a contributor is just, you know, to me, a layup every time you're on, Glad you're an here. awesome guest, man. You're fun yeah. to talk to. You're always just, you've got great knowledge and you share the thing I like about you the most miles. I don't know if I've ever said this to your face and I've said it behind your back a couple of times. But you're not scared to share, you know, I'm a sponge. success. I give it up. Well, you're not shared to share to share success. And a lot of guys, especially coin dealers that I know that are in that age group, you know, this, you know, 55 to 75, you know, age group, they're like tight knit with all of their information. Yeah. They don't want to tell you anything. Like what he know? just said. He's a sponge. He gives it that. That's how they think. Well, generally oh, speaking, they're not a sponge. They're not going to talk un- about unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, when I first started in the grading room in 1984, I worked with people that give it up like I do. And over time, there's too much holding on to information. They don't want to, tr- they don't want to help the next guy up. Yeah. And, you know, we've been helped up by Keep somebody. So I've always believed in helping somebody up that needs a lift. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's honestly, that's the best way I can say it. But well, over time, I've watched that where like a lot of people like to guard their cheese. Well, listen, this is why the pod shop, the coin shop podcast is here because yeah. we want to do the same thing. We want to pay it forward. We want to pay our success forward. We want to bring on people who are willing to do the same thing, to share secrets, to share just not necessarily secrets, but share, you know, the the path that they took to get to where they were. How, how did they achieve success? And everybody has their own path. And I like to bring as many cool people on as possible to share those experiences and to really, really help resonate with people who are trying to do their best. The guys that are working their butts off that might just need that little extra push or a little extra, you know, just to get him over the goal line. And that's what this, this, this whole thing is about. So I think every coin shop in America that uh, is either been around for many, many years or just a short period of time. Uh, this is here to help them. Yeah. Well, I want to appreciate everybody for listening in um, guys. If you have questions or comments in the future, thank you very much for tuning in. We're always available. Uh, myself and Matthew, we're here all the time. Um, Miles is around a lot too. Maybe we can try to be <laughs> trying to show up for your show when yeah. I get a call for it. That's great. No, he, you've been, you've been awesome, man. I really appreciate it as always. Seriously. Um, and, um, 
you know, another good show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we'll catch you. Like I said, we've got some really cool things coming up. I've got one special guest that I can't share yet because I haven't got them locked in, but I'm really, 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 really close. <laughs> so I'm working hard on it. And um, I promise to always give you uh, good content, honest content, things that are going to help. So keep tuning in. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. The coin shop podcast.com. Check us out. Like subscribe, Instagram, Facebook, all that other stuff, whatever it is, we really need your support and we ask for it and we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. You've been listening to the coin shop podcast with your host, Kenny and Matthew Duncan. For more information, please check out uscoinsandjewelry.com and please join us again soon for another edition of The Coin Shop Podcast.